So today we have Murray from Jobber with us and we want to ask a question. What is the best way for lawn care pros to invoice? Monthly invoicing for weekly clients seems logical, but it's really time consuming. Is there a better way? Great question, Britt, and this is one we actually get all the time. When it comes to invoicing for regular clients, monthly is the better option. Think about your customer experience. The more invoices and paperwork they have to deal with, the more likely they're going to put it off and delay that payment. If you're using Jobber, you can see a running list of all your jobs available for invoicing. Batch create them all at once and send them all out, all in a couple clicks. It's literally a few clicks a month. You'll save all of that time on your end, you'll provide a better customer service experience, and you'll get paid faster because your clients will appreciate the professionalism and really feel less overwhelmed. Hey guys, this is another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I am your show host, Britt. Um, have a pretty interesting one for you today. I am uh, on the road getting ready to hop in a plane to Nashville. So my little brother had a, uh, a baby girl that was born last week. Um, and then my wife's sister lives out in Nashville and uh, she just had her baby yesterday. So getting ready to go meet them. So I wanted to throw this up here. Um, give a couple shout outs and also d- drop another episode. Um, and as we speak, um, as I'm recording this, I'm also um, recording some stuff for YouTube. Kind of an interesting thing that we're going to go over today. Um, we've had some questions around brochures, when to do it, stuff like that. So I wanted to throw this one up on the YouTube channel. If you guys would do me a huge, huge favor, um, stop right now, pause this episode and go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We don't have a lot of content up there yet. Um, but as we get more and more listeners and, uh, kind of the audience for it, we'll start throwing every episode up there. Um, but that would help us out a lot if you'd go subscribe to that. Um, and then also when you're listening to this episode, you may want to re-listen to it on the YouTube channel because you'll actually be able to visually see what we're talking about. But anyways, um, today's shout out comes from an Instagram follower. Let me get here. Um, it is Northern Iowa Property Services. And uh, this guy's name is Eric Blome. Eric, hope I'm saying your last name correct. But um, wanted to give a shout out to him. Say thank you for listening, Eric. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, going to answer your question. It was a little, little more in-depth question. Most of the stuff over DM, I'll just shoot you a quick response back. But this one, I think... A lot of people are going to have the same question, and um, so I wanted to touch on that and give you a little more thorough answer. So thought it might be nice to throw it up on the podcast. Um, anyways, it says, hey, Britt, just wanted to say I'm loving your podcast. Thank you for that. My name is Eric Blome. I live in Waterloo, Iowa. I work 10 hours a day as a welder and listen to your podcast all the time. This year, I started started Northern Iowa Property Services with the goal of going full-time. Um, so I think a lot of you guys can relate to that. Um, I currently have seven recurring mowing accounts, three cleanups, and a quarter-mile edging job that I have done this year. That don't sound fun. Quarter-mile edging job. Um, I'm going to be helping another lawn care company in return for some hot leads, um, which I would like to maybe even hop on a call with you and figure out what that means. Like, are you going to be subcontracting for the guy or is he going to be pitching you stuff? 
because you're doing a referral program with them. Anyways, I'd like to delve into that with you. Do you think that is, uh, let's see here, my question slash problem is that I feel I miss my window of opportunity for going door-to-door knocking and passing out flyers. Do you think that is the case? Or would I be able to, or would I be fine going out and doing some more? Let me know when you get the chance. Thank you and God bless. So thank you, Eric. Um, Here's what I'm going to tell you. Right now, you are trying to go full-time. Your your time is cheap. I know you're working a full-time job, but on the lawn care side, your time is cheap. So anything that you do, even though it might not be the right time or it not, might not be the correct way to go about it, your time is cheap. So everything is going to give you an ROI at this point. I would say go out there, shake the tree, see what falls out, pound the pavement, start knocking doors, meeting people. Anything that you can do to start branding is going to help you. Um, yes, we are on like the three-fourths marker for marketing season, like three-quarters of the way through, but you still can pick up some good sales. The other thing I would say um, that might add value to you guys out there, needs versus wants. I'm in a business where the client doesn't really need to do weed control. Like in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, if I want it to look good, it, it, but it's, it falls under the category more of a want. And so it's more of um, it's more of a luxury item per se for mowing, landscaping. Well, not even landscaping, but mowing, trimming, cleanup jobs. Those are more of a need, more of a, a necessity, a have to have. And if you're in an affluent neighborhood, the HOA will be on those people um, if the yard's not mowed, if it's not cleaned up, not looking good. Now sometimes they'll get on them about weeds, but the majority of the time it's just around mowing. Um, so I would say, think about that too. Yes. The sales season for those wants will drop off, but those things that people need a necessity, you can sell that the majority of the year. Um, also think about this. You're going into the heat of the summer. So those things that people have to do as it gets hotter and hotter, um, they're not going to want to do it. So keep that in mind as well. So I would say front load the wants in the spring those things that are a little more affluent, those things that people want, it's paying extra. And then after you try to crush that, you know, the recurring revenue for fertilizing and weed control, mulch, landscape installations, tree removal, then you go into trying to push more and more the necessity. So hope that helps. Um, And then here's what I want to do now. You asked, um, you kind of went into further detail about some uh, brochures you had. It said, let's see here. Maybe we could talk about some pricing mistakes people make. Um, I shoot for 40 to 60 an hour. And then you start talking about your brochure. So here's what I'm going to get into first of all. Yes, you need to know your hourly rate and you need to know your return on investment. Um, In the beginning, you have to just figure out, okay, how much do I want to make per hour? And then back into that. Same for every job. Um, But most of the time, you just want to get to the point where you're making a certain margin. On mowing, you want to do per hour. But on all other landscape jobs, tree removal, irrigation, you're going to be more more focusing on, okay, do I want 30% margin, 50% margin, whatever it is, and then back into it from there. Um, But I I don't want to talk about that too much. We can do that on another episode. What I want to address right here is my brochure. Um, the main thing for brochures that I would say is you have just a split second 
to one, catch their attention and find common ground, and two, tell them what you do. The mistake that I see everybody make is there's way, way too much information, and so it gets pitched right out of the gate. You have to, within a split second, they be able to visually see what you do. And then secondly, when they see what you do, you want them to be able to either see, hey, this is a good price, or find common ground. And so I'm going to show you kind of what we have laid out. I will preface this by saying we don't have it all figured out, but we do get anywhere from a 1.5% to 2% return. Um, a lot of factors go into that, like the area. Is it three, you know, two-car garage, three-car garage? Have we branded ourselves in that area for a few years? All that comes into play. Um, and then we had like a lot of freezing temperatures, so that, that comes into play as well. But on average, 1.5 1, to 2% return for me is pretty good. Um, so here's what we got. This is our brochure. As you can see, right up top, we're trying to find common ground and stand out. It says, we just serviced your neighbor's lawn. So immediately they're thinking, okay, my neighbor has them and I don't. Secondly, we've told them what we do. We service your neighbor's lawn. And at this point, they're, they're going to know, okay, I'm kind of interested. Oh, let's see what this is about. Or they're not interested at all. But at least out of the gate, they know what you've done. Um, and they, or they know what you do. Um, and then it says, we wanted to leave you a quote. Your price per application is. And right up here, we leave their price per application. Um, what this does for us, this is a little trick that we started doing I think our second year in business is it skips a step in the sales process and makes us a little more efficient by putting the price in here. When we get a call back, I mean, nine times out of 10, we're going to, all right. Sorry about that. That was my wife seeing if I was getting ready to hop on the plane. Um, so I got to squeeze this in. Um, all right. So immediately, like I was saying, we tell them what we do. We give them the price. The price makes us a little more efficient and it skips a step. We don't have to physically go out there, measure the property, give them the price, give them that time to price compares to other companies. They have the price right here. We skip a step and um, then we go from there. We have pretty neat and organized. We just service your neighbor's lawn. So they have a general idea that we're a lawn care company. They have a price point. And then down here, we have our contact information. Now, what I was talking about on the visual, here's our visual. This is when you open it up in the middle. This is the front of it. This is the back of it, okay? You've got a lot of visuals here. Branding, branding, they see green grass, landscaping. And then down here, this is where we've got more visuals because in a split second, somebody's going to judge you. So if you're listening on the podcast, we've got it broken down in the, into three sections. Up top, we say, we just service your neighbor's lawn. In the middle, we leave them a price per application. At the bottom, at the very bottom, we have some green grass, another visual, and then we have our contact information. But it's three separate columns, very clean. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, please go look at the YouTube channel. It's going gonna, it's gonna to give you a lot better idea. And then all the way across the brochure, we've got it going from brown grass to green grass. Another visual. We've got the dandelions. We've got weeds visual. We, we talk about a little tidbit. Um, online bill pay. It's just one thing that kind of separates us from other people right now. Um, Jobber makes that pretty efficient for us. Inside. So here's what we got. We've told them what we do. In a split second, 
We've made them aware of their price. We've given them a visual. And we've tried to find common ground, the fact that, hey, Mr. Joe across the street does it, you should do it. So that's that's kind of the secrets in the beginning that a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people know, hey, I shouldn't put too much information on my brochure. But you want to find common ground as quick as you can. And then also be as efficient and clean as possible. So once you do that, you've given them a visual. So now they know, they see what you do, they've got the price. Here's where you're going to kind of go in and give a little more detail. This right here is our about. It is just a few well-crafted sentences, okay? But here's where you guys get caught up. You want to put the picture, and then you want to put like three of these paragraphs in there. That's where you get caught up in the mistake. We've got that on the inside for a purpose. Because we're going to hit them with this. What we do, how much we do it for give them the visual. By the time they get in here, they're interested. And that's when you kind of can swing for the fences per se. But this is where you're really going to nail down some common ground. You want to put in here as many connection points that somebody can find with you. Where you went to high school. If you've got kids, that's always a good one. Talk about your pets. If you went to college, where you go to church. Any, anything in your community that somebody can find a connection point with is going to be huge right here. So I'll just briefly read you mine. Um, up top, we've got the visual. It's kind of almost the outline shape of the state of Kansas. And then it just says locally owned and operated. And then underneath that, it says Green Again Lawn was founded in 2012 and has grown to provide all your lawn treatment needs. Founded in 2012, that gives us validity. I mean, we've been, we haven't been around a long time, but... It's not like we were started last year. So if it's more than three years, you might want to focus on that in your first sentence. Um, we strive to bring our Christian beliefs. This is huge for us. I know not everybody's a believer, but for us, we're attracting the type of client that one, we want to hang out with, but is also going to give us a connection point with. So we're attracting the type of client that we want, and they're getting the type of company that they want. So that's our first connection point. Um, some people don't like this, but the ones that do are really, really good clients, and we don't lose those. So there's one of the connection points. Our Christian beliefs, core values, and happiness. Okay, so we strive to bring our Christian beliefs, core values, and happiness to every one of our customers. Founder Britt Dowd was raised in the Kansas City area. Another connection point. He attended Olathe South and went on to graduate from Mid-American Nazarene University. Britt's professionalism, work ethic, and down-home approach to life is what gives him the edge over his competition. His first priority is to know the homeowner as an individual. So what do we do? We've given at least five connection points, a very brief description of our company and what we stand for, and then we make it about them. Hey, this is why we separate. We're all out here cutting grass, doing landscaping, irrigation, or spraying lawns. So what separates you? Is it the fact that, you know, you treat each client's lawn like it's your own? Or are you the cheapest? Or are you the absolute best, but you're the most expensive? Or are you very, very customer service focused and you want people to know their technician or know the guy that's more? Whatever that is, you need to swing it back to them right here at the end because that's what separates you. So you've kind of set the hook right here. You got them on the line. Now you're going to reel them in right here. What separates you from the other companies? And then over here, we've give, we give even more details. This is our lawn program. 
Steps one through six, brief description, time of year. All of this is set up to be very, very layman's terms. Each one of us talks at about a seven or an eight to a client, and our knowledge may be at a nine or a 10. But when you speak to a client, especially on this marketing material, it needs to be at like a two or a three. So I even should probably change some of the words like pre-emergence. I should probably change that to crabgrass prevent. Um, a lot of people say weed and feed and stuff like that. Okay, so very, very layman's terms. Again, we give dates and time frames. This does two things. One, helps us with frequently asked questions. But two, it instills a sense of urgency in the client. Like, oh, snap. You know, it's mid-April. I better get on app one. Or, hey, it's end of April, beginning of May. We're somewhere in here, but it creates that sense of urgency for the client. So then on the back, again, we've got more visuals. We fold these up, sometimes like this, sometimes like this. Most of the time I do it on, on the price because they'll see that and then flip to the back. Okay, so right here, common ground, we do your neighbor's price. Flip to the back, visual, they're like, oh, this is nice. And then they'll read the about page. Do not lead with this section right here. Do not lead with a bunch of verbiage. Um, and sorry, podcast listeners, I'm kind of focused on the video right now, so hopefully this is making sense for you. And if not, hey, that gives you a little uh, little reason to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, but I would just say, hook them with something in the beginning and make sure that you are perfectly clear to them what it is you do. As I'm looking through some of your uh, your guys' brochures that you're sending me, it's kind of confusing. It's like, it's a picture of you, and then it's just a bunch of verbiage. And so, and, and even in all that verbiage, it's like, okay, so you, you manage, you run a management company, or you run a land management company, or I need visual. Especially, I mean, that split second, they need to see a visual of what you do. Then they need to see one sentence or one phrase or one word like mowing or whatever it is to grab their attention and make sure that you guys are both on the same page now you will get ruled out on some of those mowing don't need mowing got a guy and it pitches it but at least you're perfectly clear mowing price what we do common ground okay so you need a visual you need to be very very clear and direct on what you do and then once you get that split second that's when they can turn it over and start reading about your company. That's when you set the hook and start reeling it in. But a lot of you guys are trying to reel it in before you've even set the hook. Okay, so I like these fishing analogies. I'm rolling on the fishing. I love, I love to fish, by the way. I don't get to do it enough. Um, I'm in the wrong business for that. Got to scale a little more, more before I get to that. Okay, so throw the line out there. You've got the top phrase here. You've got the price. Set the hook with some pictures. Make sure it's clear. Make sure you're branding your company. Always be branding. I've got my lawn signs here. Huge GA. Very lush green grass. Then we have our branded trucks that we're driving around. That's in the background. Okay. Professionalism, all that. And then you set the hook on the inside. Okay. Don't put the cart before the horse. Don't, don't try to set the hook first. So hope that helps you guys. Um, Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I know this was a quick episode. We're going to be doing more of those mini-series. And then I have at least three really, really good interviews that are going to be lined up um, here in the next month or so. 
The issue is I have just been crazy busy on my schedule. So we're doing a lot of these documented episodes and giving me a little more margin to uh, record some of those in my free time. But hopefully this helped you guys. Um, Just keep it simple. Keep it brief. Give them visuals and set the hook. And uh, until next time, I will be be with you guys again next week. I'm going to head to Nashville. Keep at it. Thank you, guys.